Hello everyone, my name is Tom and welcome to Pop's Devotions. We're on the last day of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. Seeing as this is the last day, stick around at the end of the video so I can let you know what happens next if you're keen to get more Pop's Devotions. Before we get started, why don't you hit pause, open your Bible or app to Jonah chapter 4. Pray and ask God to help you hear what he has to say to you today and read all of Jonah chapter 4. Why don't you hit pause and do it now. I'll be here when you get back. again welcome back let's get started today we're focusing on Jonah chapter 4 verses 10 to 11 here are some things to consider so we come today to the end of the book of Jonah and it ends rather unexpectedly with God asking Jonah another question though we never read his response Jonah had just told God that he was angry enough to die due to the loss of a plant God seemed to think Jonah needed to gain a bit of perspective. Jonah did nothing to tend or grow the plant he was so fond of, and yet he loved the plant. Shouldn't Jonah have accepted God's concern for the people of Nineveh whom he did create? We also read that the people of Nineveh could not tell their right hand from their left. This wasn't because they literally could not distinguish between left and right, like I often do. Like when I need to figure out left and right, I spend a lot of time looking at my hands to see which one makes an uppercase L with my thumb and index finger. What it seems to mean is that the Ninevites were somewhat morally ignorant. They knew right from wrong because God expected them to repent. And they were quick to recognize their sin in response to Jonah's preaching. But they didn't have God's law like Jonah did. They didn't have the same privileges of access to the word of God that Jonah had. Their ignorance was not a reason to judge them, but to have compassion on them. To top it all off, there were all those animals in the city who probably hadn't committed a single war crime, and yet they could still suffer if God was to destroy the city. If Jonah cared about his plant, shouldn't God be concerned for those people and those animals? The book of Jonah ends on a question that we never read Jonah's answer to. This is probably for the best because he was most likely gonna say something dumb. What this does is force us to consider our sense of compassion for God's creation, even those people who we might regard as enemies. This was no hypothetical question for the readers of Jonah. Depending on when the book was written, Israel would either soon be invaded by Assyria, Nineveh was the capital of Assyria, or they had already been conquered by them. Would the people of Israel be willing to view even their worst enemies from the viewpoint of God? Were they willing to accept God's compassion only for themselves? Or would they accept that God's loving character applied to all people? That doesn't mean that God's judgment would never come. There was a time when the Assyrians were overthrown and Nineveh was destroyed. 
What it means is that Jonah, Israel, and also you and I must entrust even our enemies to God and allow him to do with them what he will. Jonah was never going to be able to bring destruction upon Nineveh by his running, his preaching, or anything else. That was always God's prerogative. Jonah was being asked to have the same heart for Nineveh that God had. Perhaps these are the questions we all need to wrestle with. Do we have God's heart of compassion on all people? Are we willing to work for the good and salvation of even our worst enemies? We can still long for God's justice to come. We know that the world's justice is inadequate and often as broken as the sin it responds to. We need to entrust all people, our friends, our foes, and everyone in between to the perfect justice and mercy of God. So while God can worry about the big stuff, we concern ourselves with caring for even our enemies. If we have put our trust in Jesus, we are enemies who, despite our willing participation in evil, have been loved and saved from God's judgment and adopted into his family. Jesus did not come to earth to preach a five-word sermon and leave us to figure out the rest. And he did not just have concern from us from afar. Instead, he took on our concerns by becoming one of us. He came to preach repentance and belief, a turning back to God, knowing that it would cost him his life as the people he came to save did not heed his words but killed him for them. He entirely invested himself in the work of our salvation. You can see Matthew chapter 12 verses 38 to 42 for Jesus' thoughts on his connections to Jonah. The challenge for us is to recognize that we are both the Ninevites and Jonah. We have received mercy and now we are being asked to show God's mercy. What would you rather, to be the angry fool on the hill hoping for the destruction of your enemies or to join God in his concern for the world, sharing the good news of his salvation and getting to see lives graciously overthrown in the process? Here's something to reflect on. Who might God be showing you his concern for? How might he be moving you to share his love with them? Here's something you could do. Keep your eye out today for the people you come across. Remind yourself as you see them that these are people loved by God. Remind yourself that you get to love them too. And now, a prayer to pray. God who is concerned for all, give me a heart of concern for all, even my enemies, so I might share with all people your love in the truth I speak and the things I do. Well, that's all for Pop's devotions today, and we've made it to the end of Jonah. Well done. If you want more Pop's devotions, there's a link in the show notes where you can go and sign up for the latest Pop's devotions delivered directly to your inbox. Also, I'd love you to let me know how you found this Jonah series. Soon, it's going to become a book. But before it gets there, hearing from you would really help. If you could go click the link in the show notes and let me know what you thought of this series so I can make it as good as it can be, that would be great. Finally, if you're waiting for new Pops devotions to come out but you still want to read more from me, head to my website, tomfrench.com.au, where you can find my books, blogs, sermon, and more. 
That's all for now. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts so that people can find and enjoy Pops Devotions too. If you know someone who might be interested in Pops Devotions, send them to tomfrench.com.au devotions so they can sign up for the Jonah journey that you've just been on. That's all from me. I will catch you around next time. I've got some Pops Devotions ready for you.